That's a good question. Um, I, I'm like, I know I'm the one who asked it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Football Absurdity Podcast Early Edition. We're recording this a few hours earlier than we normally do. So, um, Walker, how is your half day going so far? Uh, yeah, pretty good. Um, Dad's going to get pizza for dinner, so I'm excited about that. Nice. Pizza Fridays. Mike, how's your... Uh, it, it's t- still technically the morning when I ask you this. <laughs> it is 11.59. I better get my answer in under a minute. Um, yeah, it's um, it's interesting wide receivers and how soft they are. Um, Brandon Cooks, Michael Thomas, but other than that, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> get it, get get their ass. Get them. Roast them. All right. So uh, Mike kind of mentioned it. Let's start off talking about uh, Thursday night football. But first, let me get all the plugs out of the way. This is the Football Absurdity Podcast, part of Football Absurdity. We are a website, footballabsurdity.com, a Twitch channel, which uh, got front page posting last night on Twitch. And we had thousands of viewers last night, which was pretty cool. Um, we are also, uh, a discord, which they'll, there is a link to that in the description. And we are also this podcast, which you can find wherever you get podcasts, or, uh, you can go to the website and there is a RSS feed there. Uh, so, oh, and, uh, Mike is RFL red zone. Walker is at big daddy Dricks, And I am at Jeff Crisco, K R I S K O on Twitter. I'm not doing the bit for the main episode. <laughs> Just the rankings episode. Yeah. Mike, at the end of the rankings episode, I give a random Twitter user as my Twitter handle. <laughs> so that's that, my, that if that's you want to if you want to yell at us about the podcast uh the website twitter handle is at i am the lead <laughs> get them all right uh so last night's game thursday night football kind of the first half didn't go how we thought it would but the second half definitely did uh the eagles win 29 to 17 uh, it was 14 14 at halftime um there were no injuries in this one except brandon cook's didn't get traded, and they kind of excused him from the game because um, he wasn't happy about it. Mike Mike alluded to that. Um, yeah, he's he's not happy, and uh, so the Texans have decided they don't need him around. Yeah, well, he's supposed to be back at practice today, so they oh, didn't okay. need him around for this game. They gave him an excused absence. Gotcha. All right. They gave him they get they sent him to the principal's office. <laughs> You've been bad. You've been bad. All right. Um. But a player that was good. Let's start with Houston. Uh, Damian Pierce, 27-139. This is kind of what we worried about with Damian Pierce at times. He's been catching a lot of passes, but he had no no targets, no receptions. Um, It's just something that happened. But what I did like uh, was the dedication to running him, 27 carries, Mm -hmm. uh, despite being down for half the game. So um, let me ask you both this. Uh, There was some discourse on Twitter about Damian Pierce potentially getting replaced this offseason because of uh, draft capital. Uh, how do we feel about that? Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I the the best um, allegory that the draft capital people can come up with is Michael Carter, who I believe Kev tweeted. Um, Carter had two games of twenty touches or more in fourteen last year, and uh, Damian Pierce already has five games of twenty plus touches mm-hmm. and in a half season. So. It, it seems like Houston is more dedicated to giving Pierce the ball than the Jets were giving Carter the ball or the 49ers were giving Elijah Mitchell the ball. Um, 
obviously there's a possibility and you can't ignore the fact that he was a day three pick, but I think that they're pleased enough with his performance that they aren't going to replace him next season. Yeah, he's hitting as a day three pick, and that's not something you go out and replace when a day three pick hits. Mm-hmm. Mike, how do you feel about the 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 discourse that the um, the Texans might replace Damian Pierce this offseason? That's why one of the reasons why I stay off of Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Mike hates. Mike is not a fan of the discourse. Yeah, um, I, I don't care what round you're picked. If you can do the job and you excel at doing your job, guess what? You're going to keep your job. Shocking. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, Damian Pierce is, is here to stay for the immediate term. Yeah, so Davis Mills um, only threw two, 22 pass attempts, but as of right now, he is quarterback two on the week. Um, so uh, Let's go! Let's go. Uh, so in a normal game, he throws about between 33 and 34 times, which would make Philip Dorsett and Chris Moore's target share about seven or eight targets apiece. Are we trusting either of these guys without Brandon Cooks? Nope. Uh, certainly not Philip Dorsett. Most of his production came on one deep catch. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't trust that. Chris Moore was you was more of a focal point. He was who they were throwing to in the red zone other than uh, Tegan Quatoriano for some reason. Um, but his first career target was his two yard touchdown. Yeah. And his only target of the game. Yeah. So. And, and I could say this about Philip Dorsett. When you're, when you played on more teams and you have receptions, there is a problem. Get him. <laughs> Mike is not allowed to record in the morning anymore. He's grumpy. He's fussy. <laughs> Mike's going off. <laughs> Putting the NFL on blast. Mike is go, going in on Philip Dorsett. And, um, <laughs> My take on it was basically uh, this offense made Brandon Cooks a top 36 wide receiver less than half the time. Like, they're not going to make Chris Moore or Philip Dorsett a top 36 weekly receiver. No, I mean, if if you want to pick up Nico Collins, yeah, know, if that's... dropped him because he was out this week, then sure. But, yeah, I mean, Chris Moore won't be relevant for more than maybe one more week. And I don't think Philip Dorsett will be relevant again this season. Yeah, and uh, Walker and I, we 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 expended lots of breath about Brevin Jordan and O.J. Howard and Jordan Akins, and it was Tegan Quatoriano. So uh, don't touch a Texans tight end is, I guess, what the takeaway is. That's right. All right, on the Philadelphia side, raise your hand if you told people to start Kenneth Gainwell this week. Walker Uh-oh. and Jeff both get to raise their hands. It was me. I did it, too. We both did it. Raise your nice hand job. if you actually started Kenneth Gainwell this week. Oh, I did it because I nice was in my week hell. So because uh, I, I don't have him. Yeah. Kenny Gainwell had the uh, desperation goal line touchdown, which we said would uh, would uh, be the way that he would have fantasy value. Um, don't expect fantasy value going forward for Kenneth Gainwell. It was kind of weird that he had as many carries in the first half as he did. Um, but Miles Sanders still good at football. Dallas Goddard still good. A.J. Brown still good. Jalen Hurts still good. Uh, Devonta Smith. Mm-hmm. We need to start worrying about Devonta Smith. Um, yeah. One catch, right? Two. I likened it to the – he is a more talented version of the ancillary receivers on Tennessee insofar as if the offense is clicking, it is the running game and A.J. Brown that's doing it. So obviously because he's more talented, he gets as high as like, you know, uh, he's been a top 12 running or wide receiver in three of the last six weeks. But, you know, we regard him as this must-start guy. And, um, you know, I think that he's more of a wide receiver three or a flex in a two-wide receiver league. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can agree with that. Uh, I would say he's kind of in the 
I mean, he's a wide receiver two in a good offense. So he's in the low end wide receiver two, high end wide receiver three range for me. Yeah. So Mike, how are you feeling about Devonta Smith? Because you uh, loudly agreed with the idea that we should start worrying about him. Yeah, I mean, right now he's um, wide receiver 20. That's the wrong year. Okay, so never mind on that one. <laughs> wide receiver 2021. 20, Wait a second. <laughs> yeah. um, he's the wide receiver 26 um, on okay. the year, and that's probably with the game already installed. So I, I agree with Walker. Yeah, I mean, either a wide receiver a flex or wide receiver three. You said wide receiver three, right? Right, Walker? Uh, low end wide receiver two, high end wide receiver three. Yeah. Okay. Like I mean, between even, 25 and 27 ish. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, even in a week where a lot of guys are on by, there's quite a few top players hurt. Um, I had Devonte Smith ranked 27th this week. So in two wide receiver leagues, not necessarily a guy you're starting every week. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, all right, uh, let's do this real quick. I just realized that I added a guy to my Scott Fishbowl team, and I did not put him in the lineup. It's wife material, folks. He's starting over Ben Skoranek. Uh My my Scott Fishbowl team is being carried by the double 30 burgers from uh, uh, Dallas Goddard and uh, Jalen Hurts last night. Um, I think that's it. There's not much to talk about on the Eagles. Good team did good stuff. Good players scored points. Yeah, uh, don't don't rely on Kenneth Gainwell in the future. This was just a really good matchup play. Um, he's getting like four or five touches a game. Yeah. So, all right. As we mentioned off the top, we are recording this earlier than usual. So if there is some uh, injury news that we missed, um, you know, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in Tahoe this weekend. Deal with it, nerds. All not, right. not my fault. Not my fault. Not my problem. Um, so let's go ahead and get started here. Uh, teams on by Cleveland, Dallas, Denver, the Giants, Pittsburgh and San Francisco. So a lot of dudes on by. Uh, that is why I had to start Kenneth Gainwell, because I had uh, four of my five tight ends were or four of my five running backs were on by this week in that league. So I was like, oh, boy, that's a problem. Gonna um, say you have five tight ends, <laughs> five tight ends. I almost had four tight ends in my home league. Let me tell you. Nobody picked up Grady Dulcich after waivers ran, and I picked up uh, in the uh, Dave Njoku guy dropped Dave Njoku because of the injury, and I was like, oh boy, now I have three, and I was like, do I really get four? <laughs> do I really? And I just swapped Njoku for Dulcich. Just ma- making your entire bench. Why don't we make the entire bench out of tight ends? Right? This is also the league where I had three quarterbacks, and I wonder why I'm in last place, and it's a one-quarterback league. Yeah, that's probably not a great call. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's... Not a good idea. After this week, I will good. have... After this week, I'll ride Dak as far as he will take me. All right. First game up, Chargers at the Falcons. Chargers are 4-3. and three. Falcons are 4-4. Four and four. This one is a 49-point over-under. Chargers, three-point favorites. Um, halfway through the week, uh, Austin Eckler was downgraded to a limited participant in practice with an abdomen injury. Um, today, they said that they were just being cautious with him. Uh, I think better safe than sorry when it looks like Keenan Allen's not looking likely to play because he said... I'm not going back out there till I'm 100%, and I'm not 100%. So don't count on Keenan Allen this weekend. No Mike Williams. Josh Palmer's back. DeAndre Carter's back. Uh, for the Falcons, uh, A.J. Terrell is out. Cordero Patterson is back at practice, which a lot of people take to mean he's going to be activated. This just starts his three-week window to be activated. It does not mean that he will be playing on Sunday. Um, so, Walker, what is your one big question for this game? Uh, post buy here, can Justin Herbert get his season jump started? I hope so. Uh, I sure hope so. I, it's it's a it's a question of matchup versus personnel. 
you know? Right, right. Because as as we've you know laid out for you, his top two receivers likely out for this game. Um, Austin Eckler might not be full strength. No Josh Kelly, so Sony Michelle is the primary backup running back, which is uh, not good. Yeah, Josh Palmer, your number one receiver. Uh, Gerald Everett might function as the number one receiver in this game. Yeah. I like Gerald Everett, but not that much. Um, (laughs) And while the Chargers are off a bye, they are going to Atlanta from the West Coast for a one o'clock game. So a lot of factors stacked up against Herbert, but the factors in his favor are he's very good at football and the matchup is very good on paper. Yeah, so Mike, what do you think? What do you think wins out in this one? Matchup or personnel? That's a good question. Um I I'm like I know, I'm the one who asked it. <laughs> <laughs> Bow to the Jeff's question. Um Yeah, I think if if he doesn't after a po- after a bye week, then there's more problems there than we would like to have for someone like Justin Herbert. So I'm going to go, yes, he can jumpstart his season because he's just that talented. Yeah, and he's been dealing with the the ribs issue all year. He's off the injury report, but that doesn't mean that he's, like, fully healed. It just means that he can practice in full with it. And um, he's got that Aaron Rodgers number going where he has one game inside the top 12 this year. Jesus. Jeez, wow. So, I mean, he has the excuse of injuries. But um, four of his next five matchups are pretty nice uh, at, at Atlanta. Then at San Francisco is going to be rough if the Niners are healthy. Then Casey at Arizona and at Vegas are all nice matchups for the passing game. So I think that Herbert will be fine in the second half. I think that going into next year, um, we're going to see him come at a discount. I think he's going to end up around like quarterback oh, yeah. seven oh, in yeah. drafts because this year he struggled. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I take it back. I was looking at his fantasy points. He has been a top. I take it back. He has been a top twelve quarterback four times. I was looking at his fantasy points. Okay. My bad. My bad. My okay. bad. That's a little but, bit better. But, but I still, think your point. I think your point still remains the same. I still think that at this point he is not a top five quarterback coming hmm. into next year's draft. No, I don't think so. And I think that that's going to be a great discount. Especially, you know, people are going to be scared because they have this idea that Keenan Allen's injury prone. Um, which he hasn't been for years. And then this year that came true, quote unquote, because he had a lingering injury. Um, and, uh, you know, people are scared of Austin Eckler. So I think that you can um, get Herbert at a discount next year. Um, so, uh, Walker, you mentioned Gerald Everett. Um, how many tight ends, assuming that it's no Keenan Allen this weekend, how many tight ends are we starting above Gerald Everett? Uh maybe four that's what's going to be my guess so um i know Ertz is one of them kelsey Ertz, andrews and i mean pitts is a question mark you could yeah. certainly start everett over pitts and i wouldn't be upset with that so three for sure yeah mike would you start everett or pitts oh everett what if you're in a bind and you have to start everett and Ertz like me in every league that's not bad yeah i know i'm yeah, feeling I pretty good that. about it actually uh, uh I'd go Ertz over Everett. Yeah. yeah. I we're, we're we're consensus there. My my uh hot take this week in the uh things that might happen article that I read on Tuesday is that Zach Ertz is a uh, tight end one this week. Woo. Yeah. Could be. I mean, he's he certainly has a great matchup. Yeah. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um so for the Falcons, um we talked about it this week. You can start Tyler Algier 
good matchup. Uh, Mike, would you start Caleb Huntley in this matchup, getting about 12 to 15 touches per game? That's not bad, especially in, in this week's landscape where, mm-hmm. what did you say, six teams are on a bye? Yep. So um, if you're not starting Caleb Huntley this week, then you're probably not going to start him the rest starting of the Starting who? What Kaleeb? did I say? Caleb Huntley. <laughs> Hey. His name is Caleb. Um, um, Caleb Huntley. Um, so Quali Huntley. The Quaylen Huntley. Um, then then you're probably not going to start him the rest of the season. So this is your one one shot. All right, well, and generous. much like Eminem, what if you had one shot to start Caleb Huntley? <laughs> Would you capture it or let or it just slip? let it slip? Um, Drake London, get him out of my face. Uh, Marcus Mariota, uh, decent streamer this week if you're in a bind. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have him at QB 16. Uh, there's certainly worse options out there, um, but I would say he's more of a two-quarterback play. Okay. And are we starting uh, Josh Palmer, DeAndre Carter, or both? I think you can play Palmer. He'll probably yeah. get 10 targets, um, and Atlanta doesn't really have anybody on roster who's going to stop him. So I, they yeah, just I mean, traded for like, like multiple guys in their secondary. That's how hard off they are. Yeah. They traded for like what Rashad Fenton or something. And, like um, that. and some safety from the bills. I never heard of like Marlowe. No, no, no. The bills traded for him from the Falcons. Wait, really? Why are yeah. the Falcons trading secondaries pieces? I d- couldn't tell you. Uh, okay. I, I, fig- I saw that trade and I'd never heard of the guy. And so I figured that he went to the Falcons. No, he used to play for the Bills, and the Bills have both their starting safeties out for the season. So. Oh, that's true. Poyer, uh, yeah, I forgot Poyer hurt his elbow. Oh, Poyer's out for this year. Oh, well, uh, more that, than that, likely. That's assumed at this point. Yeah, it's that's not, more uh, than likely. But, wow. Yeah. All right, um, Walker, what is your win loser draw for this game? Uh, Josh Palmer, Gerald Everett, and Tyler Algier. Give me win, 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 baby. Triple wins. This game has, I'm gonna say it, sneaky Saucy. shootout potential. Mike, what do you think? Um, Josh Palmer, draw, Everett, um, Algier, uh, win. Yeah. I like how we've barreled over the rules of the game. There's multiple wins allowed now. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. I like you. Yeah. You do whatever All you right. want. Uh, do whatever you want. All right. Uh, I got the Chargers winning. I have the Chargers winning. And Walker has? The Falcons. Because? It's a West Coast team in a early 10 a, game. Yeah. I, I, I was like, why did Walker do this? I was like, oh, West Coast team, 10 a.m. slot. There it is. I, All always, right. I always pick that upset, and it, it's pretty reliable. It works. Pretty reliable. It works. It works for the Niners, so. Yep. Um, all right. Next game up, Miami at Chicago. How do you feel about East Coast teams going to the central time zone? That's fine to me. Okay. Miami, five and three. Chicago, three and five. 45 and a half point over under. Miami, five point favorites. <laughs> Uh, no injuries for either team, uh, except Jeff Wilson is now a Dolphin and Chase Claypool is now a Bear. Mike, we didn't get your take on the Chase Claypool to Chicago situation on Tuesday. So what is your take on the Chase Claypool to Chicago situation that happened on Tuesday? I, I think it's great <laughs> for the Bears. They now have a wide receiver two and a wide receiver three. So mm. <laughs> Get them. Which is which? Uh, I think that's up to anybody to decide. Um, Fair enough. Uh, but I would if if I would go Mooney as a wide receiver three, and um, I mean Mooney is a wide receiver two, and Claypool the wide receiver three. There you go. 
Perfect. I'm I'm the Mooney man. Um, Jeff Wilson, uh, straight handcuff to Raheem Mostert, correct? Uh, yeah, I don't expect him to have much standalone value. Certainly not in his first game with the team. Okay, Mike, what is your one big question for this game? My big question is, is Tua Tagliola a top 12 starter? Yes. Uh, barely. Um, not overall. Uh, in, terms of, <laughs> in terms of on the season. Yeah. Barely. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I didn't even mean to do that. Um, in terms of on the season, he's probably going to be like QB 7, 8. Um, but in this matchup, it's a little bit tougher than normal. So yep. I have him at 11. But I do think he can still get a top 12 week. Yeah. Yeah. Walker made a good point on Tuesday because um, I was like, why do you have, was it Davis Mills and Zach Wilson in your top 25? And he's like, there are only 26 quarterbacks playing this week. Oh. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. OK, <laughs> fair, fair, fair enough. And Davis Mills will not finish the top in, inside the 25. He's going to finish inside the top 15 this week. He will with the two with the two touchdowns. Yeah. What were you we saying? Who's left out, Walker? PJ Walker. Get him out of here. All right. Um, <laughs> we are. Are we starting uh, every? Are there a? Is there a dolphin that we would normally be starting that we're not starting? Uh, Waddle, Hill, Mostert, Tua, Gasicki. I'm not starting Gasicki, but I'll start all those other guys. Okay, Mike. Change what do you think? No, I. Um, I yeah, I don't think there's a. It's t- it, well, like Walker said, this is a, a tough matchup. So I think only one is going to, as far as the wide receivers go, um, going to show up as far as what you want as points, fantasy points, and that's um, Tyreek Hill. I, I just don't have much faith in Waddle against the Bears this week. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right. And then uh, for the Bears, uh, are we starting Khalil Herbert? Yeah, I think so. Um, he's pretty clearly the better running back in the, in that running back room. The touches are evening out week by week and, uh, Herbert's been more effective. So yeah, I I think Herbert is a solid RB2 play this week. Mike. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, if not an RB1, um, there we go. Let's go. Let me ask you both question. Justin Fields or Tua this week. I think I go with Fields. I think it's right on the cusp. Um, yeah. It, one's going to be like eleven and ten. One's going to be <laughs> yep. ten and eleven. I yep. have I have them at ten and eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Justin Fields has sneakily become just like an insane runner. Um, over his last four game, I'm sorry, over his last five games, he is averaging uh, 66 rushing yards per game. <laughs> That's so. pretty good. That's a that's that's good. That's um that's an extra six point six fantasy points on top of whatever he does. Also, he has reached uh his most pass attempts in a game in two of his last three games, twenty three and twenty seven for this <laughs> season. They're letting him pass the football. Awesome. Marcus Mariota punching the air, uh, wishing he could pass that much. All right, uh, Mike, well, who is your win, lose, or draw for this game? Win, lose, or draw, we have. Jalen Waddle, Justin Fields, and Darnell Mooney. Um, win Fields, draw Mooney, and I'll say, Mike, you've convinced me. Loss Waddle. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm on this. I'm in the same boat. But Mooney draw is good luck figuring out what that is. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> uh, 
three catches for 49 yards. There you go. All right. Uh, just double checking the rules or the rules, the news reports. Um, Austin Eckler is practicing today. Um, poof. Keenan Allen has not practiced this week. And he's um, yeah, he's not going to play. All right. Uh, we have a Miami clean sweep in this one. That's right. All right. Next game up. Uh, Carolina uh, versus Carolina travels to Cincinnati, Carolina two and six, Cincinnati four and four, 42 and a half point over under Cincy seven point favorites. Um, Chase Young, uh, uh, predictably Chase still up. Chase Young, Jamar Chase, wrong okay. Chase with a hip injury. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Jamar Chase still out with a hip injury. Mike Hilton uh, is out with a finger injury. And then just uh, in case people didn't hear Chidobe Awuzie out for the year with a torn ACL, mm-hmm. also out for this game, obviously. Chuba Hubbard was declared out. So it's Deonta Foreman season. Uh, against the Bengals. But first, let's do uh, Tarivia. Got to get the screen up. So, Carolina and Cincinnati, what do these two teams have in common? Uh, They both start with C. They're both kitty cats. There are three kitty cat teams in the league. Two of them joined in 1995. Between the Jaguars, Panthers, and Bengals, who has the most wins since uh, 1995? Jaguars. Panthers. Survey says the Panthers with 207 ah. points. So let me just make sure I mark this down. Mike, Panthers. Mike, once again, wrong. I should have said the Panthers. Big L. Big L. Uh, hold Mike. Hold this. It's an L. It's an L. I'll, Get him. All glory. right. Here we go. Here Two. is my question for you. Oh, you, you don't have the other the answers to the other teams? What they want? No. Because uh-huh. maybe you might oh, need to know those later. for later. Oh, uh. oh tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. All right. You both can figure out how to frantically Google that information. All right. <laughs> My question is, can the diminished Cincinnati offense take advantage of the Panthers defense? We saw on Halloween on primetime on Monday Night Football, the uh, Bengals def- or offense did not look good. Uh, they were getting worked up and down by the um, by the Browns. And uh, the Panthers defense, if they have a strong suit, it is uh, uh, Brian Burns. <laughs> that is their strong suit. Yeah. And that was what was causing them so much trouble is they couldn't stop Miles Garrett. So um, can Cincy take advantage of this Panthers defense? Or are we looking at a second bad game from the from the um, Bengals? I, I think that the Bengals offense will be better than it showed on Monday. I wouldn't expect them to be close to what they showed, you know, in the last couple of games when they were throwing the ball all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly it's not going to look like it did against Atlanta, but um, Carolina's defense is okay. Um, I, I would expect Cincy to put up maybe three touchdowns in this game, something like 24 points. Um, and so I could see, you know, Joe Mixon gets one, Joe Burrow throws for a couple. Uh, I, I, I think, Probably almost all of your Bengals are startable that are healthy. You can start Burrow, Mixon, Higgins, Boyd. First is borderline. Okay. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, I I agree. I mean, not all the time is Jamar Chase involved in this offense. We saw, you know, him disappear at certain times his rookie season. We've seen it this year. So Burrow can use other receivers to his advantage so even though it is diminished and of course i'm not saying that they won't miss jamar chase 
but Burrow's talented enough to get that um, that offense going regardless. And so Panthers D, I think, is mediocre, um, and he should be able to take advantage of it. So, um, and in other words, it's going to hurt, but it won't hurt enough to where they suffer. Okay. Sounds good. Um, <clears throat> Walker kind of walked through the offense uh, for the Bengals. Was there anything that you disagreed with, Mike? No, no, not at all. All right. We're starting uh, uh, Deonta Foreman, DJ Moore, and nobody else. Mm, I mean, I don't think Deontay Foreman is a must start or anything. Um, okay. Kuba Hubbard is playing as far as I know. No, he's out. Oh, he's out again. Okay. Yeah, he got ruled out this morning. That's why I said we're starting Deontay Foreman. Too. Yeah, he was practicing, so I, I'm I'm surprised by that. But me too. Um, well, the the Panthers are within striking distance of the uh, NFC South title, so they gotta make sure that they uh, get him healthy for the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Jesus, uh, what a terrible division. Um, yeah, uh, then yeah, you're starting Foreman, uh, DJ Moore, low end wide receiver two, high end flex play, um, and yeah, that's it. Mike, any disagreements? No, I mean, who else is there really on the Panthers um, to say you you should start them? I mean, no tight ends, no other. Tommy really. Tremble, Terrace Marshall. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Terrace Marshall, just uh, maybe if you're a sicko, you might want to add Terrace Marshall. Yeah, you I could, think that's you could think about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah. All right, we got a clean Cincinnati Bengals sweep. Next game and, up. And DJ Moore, please don't take your helmet off after scoring a touchdown. Ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry, but the, what he did was ridiculous because as soon as he did it, I was like, oh, that's a penalty. Also, it's ridiculous that it's a penalty. Both parts of that equation are just ridiculous. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Uh, as, uh, there should, I, I know you can't take your helmet off because if there's fights and stuff, you could get punched in the head. But also, if you score a 62-yard, what should be game-winning touchdown, you should be allowed <laughs> to take your helmet off. It's kind of like on Tuesday, Mike, you weren't here, but uh, Walker and I decided that uh, if you score three touchdowns and a half, you get one free taunt, like A.J. Brown did. <laughs> you get one free taunt without it getting called. I love it. That, yeah. That's fun right yeah. there. I love it. Yeah. All right. Uh, next game up, Green Bay, three and five. Detroit, one and six, 49 and a half point over under. Green Bay, three and a half point favorites uh, on the road. Uh, Alan Lazard dealing with the shoulder. Uh, Christian Watson dealing with a concussion. Both are practicing. Uh, Christian Watson in pads, which means he's probably going to clear protocols for Sunday. Uh, for Detroit, TJ Hawkinson, more like TJ Gonninson. Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, DeAndre Swift practiced on Thursday. Reynolds did not practice on Friday or on Thursday. Uh, don't know about Friday yet. Is it Khalif or Khalif Raymond season? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you like 10 PPR points, then yes. And getting caught in the rain. If you're not into <laughs> yoga. All right, Walker, what is your one big question for this game? Uh, will Aaron Rodgers have his highest finish of the season this week? Uh, previous high, QB 12. Gonna go out on a limb. QB 10. Let's go. QB 10. <laughs> Pushing yeah. the limits. I have him at 12, um, but I I will say, yes, he sneaks ahead. He's, he sneaks in at like 10 or 11. Yeah, I agree. He was on um, the Pat McAfee show this week, so he should be a QB 10. <laughs> Dumb thing did he say this week? He says dumb things like all the time. I don't know. Um, I'd have He's to like, look. actually, if you looked at the people that Galileo were where it was against, they had some great points about the uh, geocentric model of the universe. It's like, <laughs> shut up, Aaron Rodgers. The Earth is not the center of the universe. 
Oh, he he did talk about what dogma was. That was pretty interesting. Uh, I hate Aaron Rodgers so much. All right, uh, but Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, the Lions allow the seventh most points to quarterbacks this year, uh, the ninth most to running backs, and the eighth most to wide receivers, and the ninth most to tight ends. So here's my question. Uh, if you have a Packer on your roster, can you start them? I mean... I hope you don't have like Amari Rogers on your roster because if that's the case, then no. Start him up. <laughs> but you picked up the wrong A Rogers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can start Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you should start Aaron Jones. You can play AJ Dillon in a flex because um, of the matchup. I think you should be starting Alan Lazard as long as he plays. Romeo Dubs is a good flex play, and Robert Tunyon I think is a top ten tight end this week. Okay, Mike, before you answer, I would like to say that I was a little sneaky about that. Those are all um, totals, and the Lions have had their bye. They are, per game, second quarterbacks, third running backs, fifth wide receivers, and sixth tight end. So even better. <laughs> Yuck. Um, yeah, no, I, the, the only thing that I kind of would disagree with is Dylan, because the guy just hasn't done anything. But um, everything else, yeah. Um, yeah, get all those guys involved. Dylan. That's my uh my my uh Arnold Schwarzenegger. All right. AJ Dill AJ Dill pickle. Dill pickle. AJ Dills for the slang for the penis. All right. Um <laughs> for the Lions, uh are we starting we're, we're starting DeAndre Swift if he plays, right? Yeah. Are we starting Jamal Williams if he plays? Jamal Williams <laughs> has been <laughs> sneaky good. All he does is score touchdowns. At yeah, um, I I think you could play him. I'd play him over Dylan. Dylan, yeah, he has four games with touchdowns, and he has multiple touchdowns in all of them. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> the Jamal Jamal Williams, they're gonna get you like six or eighteen. Yep. All right. Um, we're starting Amon Ross St. Brown. Obviously, we talked about Kali Raymond. Don't big brain yourself into another tight end on this roster, please. Don't do it. Yeah, don't start James Mitchell, please. Or don't Brock guys. Wright. Do what that. about Josh Reynolds? He may not be playing. I would say oh. if he plays, you play. You play him. I mean, I I wouldn't play him this week. Um, banged up, and Green Bay is good against opposing receivers. I I, I don't I don't like Reynolds this week. Okay, I was I was thinking with buys, it might be hard to find thirty six receivers that are better than him. Not for me. Not the way I do it. Yeah, for me. Not the way I do it. I'd All rather right. start Robert Woods. Oof. Oh boy. I would rather start DeAndre Carter. Oof. Uh okay. Well, um <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. Jeff, so shocked by my <laughs> proclamation. All right, win, lose, or draw, Walker. Uh AJ Dillon, Romeo Dobbs, Jamal Williams. Mike? I go Jamal with the win. Uh Dylan with the draw and Dobbs with the loss, I guess. I'm going to go with Jamal with the win. Two touchdowns, baby. Let's go. Yep. Uh, Dylan with the, or Dobbs with the draw and Dylan with the loss. Um, I think we saw last week that uh, the Packers were like, oh, the offense works so much better when we just feed uh, Aaron Jones until he throws up. I'm going to go with Jamal Williams' loss. I'll say he doesn't score a touchdown. What? Um, AJ Dillon win because he does score a touchdown. 
Ooh. but he still doesn't do that well. And then Romeo Dobbs draw, which is like four for 54. Okay. And, and the uh, Packers win, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, let's go Lions, baby. You're going to put up a good fight in a loss. I'll, I'll be rooting for him. That's yeah. pretty much what we do every week. So lovable losers. All right. Indianapolis three, four and one travels, new England four and four, uh, over under 39 and a half, new England, five and a half point favorites. It's been a long time since the Brady Manning bowls of the past. Hey, eh, Mike. Thanks Jeff. <laughs> Matt Jones versus Sam Ellinger. <laughs> Right. Uh, Jonathan Taylor also not playing this one. Damian Harris probably not p- playing because he's pooping his guts out. Uh, he has a non-COVID illness and he's missed three days with it, which we all Ooh. know what that means. Ooh. Uh, God. Devontae Parker is missing from practice with a knee injury, not likely to play. Uh, with JT out, Mike, you have a good question here for the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, is Deion Jackson a top 24 RB? I yeah. would think so, because Naheem Hines is gone. Mm-hmm. So that's one bump up to his production. I think with no Jonathan Taylor, it's another bump up to his production. Uh, with Sam Ellinger not being very prone to tossing it deep like Matt Ryan is, I think that's another bump to his production. So I think that, yes, Deion Jackson will uh, be like a top 24 in the way that Naheem Hines was a couple weeks ago, or like J.D. McKissick can. Or it's just like, here's a bunch of just cobbling together targets and carries, and it all works. Yeah, I would I would say he's a top twenty four back. Um, with no Jonathan Taylor, the focus of Belichick's defense will probably switch to Michael Pittman. Um, so I, I would expect the running game to be okay. So yeah, I I, I think uh, I think Jackson sneaks into the top twenty four week. Alrighty, and Mike, what are your thoughts on your own question? Yeah, I agree. A lot of this is going to be a heavy running game um, with Belichick com- going to confuse the heck out of Ellinger. Um, they're going to have to rely on the run, and that's Deion Jackson this week. Okay. All righty. And then starting in this game, um, we're starting Ramondre Stevenson. Are we starting anybody else on New England? Oh, Jacoby Myers, obviously. Yeah, Myers. Those, those uh, are the only two, though. Mike, do you disagree? No, not at all. All right, so we've established what we think about Deion Jackson. Uh, Michael Pittman still a start? You have to. I mean, if you've got Pittman, you got to play him. Yep. All right, and then what about uh, the inaugural sicko stash? Alec Pierce, three for 65 last week. Um, is it just like, hey, just throw him in there and hopefully he'll get some points? Yeah, I mean, if in deep leagues, I guess you can play him. Um, I I would look for a better option. I mean, I think you can pick up somebody like DeAndre Carter in a good matchup or Robert Woods in a good matchup and probably get better production than you would get out of Pierce in a not-so-good matchup. But, yeah, I mean, like, like I say, if you're desperate, I mean, I'm I'm desperate enough that I'm pretty sure I have to play Paris Campbell in a, in, in a league this week. So, you know, Alec Pierce would probably be a slightly better play than him. Yeah, Mike, I was going to ask, would you rather start Paris Campbell or Alec Pierce as the residents? I actually would start Colson. Paris Campbell over, over Pierce. Um, the way the Colts run their offense, Michael Strawn is on the field. Um, I, I'd have to see the snap share, but he's off. He's on the field a lot more than you probably would like. And when he's on the field, then um, Alex Pierce is not on the field. 
Mm. So where Campbell is on the field as a second receiver, uh, much more mm. than either two. So okay. volume based, I would go Campbell over over Alex Pierce. Okay, that's a good, that's some good insight because I know before Alec Pierce was uh, he was making his way into being the number two wide receiver, but I'm looking here, uh, he's played over two thirds of snaps once, so yep. that's and that was two weeks ago when he had his worst game. So who knows? Um, all right, um, and then um, that's it for this game. Um, Mike, let's hit let's hear a win, lose, or draw. Win, lose, or draw. Paris Campbell, Jacoby Myers. Michael Pittman. Uh, gonna go with win because all for Jacoby Myers because all he does is win now. Win, win, win. Um, I'm gonna go with lost Michael Pittman. I think he's this this offense is gonna be a lot more um, like spread out with with Sam Ellinger, and then uh, what's left? Draw. Uh, yeah. Paris Campbell. And oh, I forgot to mention, are we starting Zach Moss this week? No. Get him. Get him in your lineups. Do it. No. <laughs> Don't do it. He, I don't even know what they're going to do with this guy. Um, yeah, I, I mean, there's no Hain Hines. Jonathan Taylor's out. Uh, he might be involved in this in this game in some, so Lindsay, some fashion. Though. I feel like Lindsey will be, at least for one more week, the number two running back behind Jackson. And then I feel like Moss will take that spot. But, I mean, oh, he's only Moss. Kind of- Moss is a number two back already because he's doo doo. Ah, <laughs> he's very much doo doo. Got is. him. All yeah. right. Uh, who do we have winning this one? Oh, it's a clean New England sweep. Sorry, Mike. Yeah. All right. <laughs> now we have the game of the week, the matchup of the week. Two young guns battling for the AFC East crown. Buffalo six and one. The Jets five and three. Um, and my computer just told me I did not plug it in, and it is correct. All right. Uh, the Jets are 5-3. and three. This is a 47-point over-under. Buffalo, 13-point favorites. Let's just get this out of the way. Uh, Buffalo wins. We all think that. Um, injuries in this one. Uh, Jordan Poyer ruled out for this one. We mentioned that earlier with his elbow injury. Corey Davis has been ruled out with a knee injury. Um, that was pretty early. And then uh, let's do some trivia. So. Uh, I want to be completely transparent with you both. I actually had a very complicated and interesting trivia question that I was putting together regarding Josh Allen and Zach Wilson, and then my computer crashed. And uh, it took all my research with it. So instead we get, who has more picks this year, Josh Allen or Zach Wilson? Hmm. Uh, I'd go Zach Wilson. I'm also going with Zach Wilson. You're both wrong. It's Josh Allen. He's got six. Okay. Don't forget that Zach Wilson missed several games. Yeah, oh, that was part of my my what I was thinking, but <laughs> yeah, I I know, but I still, I mean, Wilson's very bad. Yeah, uh, yeah, bad. he is very bad. He has he's one behind, so that tells you how bad he is. Um, all right, so my question for this one: the Bills traded for Naheem Hines, which we've mentioned several times. This is a component of their offense they've been trying to add from J.D. McKissick to Duke Johnson to James Cook in the draft, and now. Uh, trading for Naheem Hines. How does he change the Bills' offense? And is he Unga Pachka? Which do either of you know what that means? I have nope. no idea what that means. Do you know the phrase "a hat on a hat"? Yes. Um, I've heard it. Yeah, Walker. It means is he just adding something for the sake of adding something? Is this going to fo- change things? Is he even necessary? Is this going to matter? Uh, I mean, a little bit. I. 
would assume he's a better pass protector than James Cook, and that's probably part of the reason why they got him. Um, also, he's a proven pass catcher at running back, where as Cook has shown some ability to do so, but hasn't been necessarily consistent. Um, it, it seems like it was more for depth than anything, that they feel pretty comfortable with Devin Singletary as their number one uh, running back, and then James Cook as kind of the do-it-all backup, and then have Hines be strictly the pass catcher. So I, I don't think it changes things dramatically. I, I think it'll help them a little bit situationally, but no, I, I don't think this makes a big impact. Um, Mike, what do you, what do you think about, uh, Naheem Hines, uh, going over from your Colts to the Buffalo Bills? I think he offers more of a game than, um, Cook at this point. They, they really tried to get James Cook involved over the last couple of weeks, more, more and more involved. Um, and I guess they're just not happy overall. I mean, he looked, he looks pretty good to me, but I guess they're just not happy. So because why go after someone with the salary of Naheem Hines and not use him, right? Um, and I, I think he changes it a little bit. But this offensive core revolves around Josh Allen's arm and Josh Allen's legs. So how much is he going to change it? I think he improves it, but it's not where we're looking at the television going, oh, yeah, that's why they got Naheem Hines. Yeah, I, I... – I think there's a very different reason why they got Naheem Hines. Um, he can return kicks. He can return punts. Yes, he can. Isaiah McKenzie struggled with health this year. Khalil Shakir also struggled a little bit. Those are their kick returners. This gives them a, an opportunity for the price of a back that they weren't using in a day three pick. This is a real-life NFL move where he can be a super backup at a lot of positions, um, yep. including kick, kick returner and punt returner, things that he can both do. And he can uh, line up as a slot receiver um, can line up as a wing um, and do a, and he's, he's a great, great blocker as well. So um, yeah, all those things that you're mentioning is, is true. Okay. All righty. Um, let's see. Uh, are we starting Stefan Diggs? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we're starting Josh <laughs> Allen. We're starting Stefan Diggs. Are we starting Gabe Davis? Uh, Get him in there. Well, here I would say in most cases, yes. Uh, I have him at the quintessential wide receiver 25. Um, but, like, for example, in our dynasty league that we're all in together, um, I have Justin Jefferson, Amon Ross St. Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Jacoby Myers. So I am playing those four guys above Gabe Davis. Wow. Oh, look at me. I'm Walker. Check out all my wide receivers that I have. <laughs> That's right. All right. Also, uh, also, my running backs are Christian McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs, Nick Chubb, and Ramondre Stevenson. Sounds like four bums, except for Ramondre Stevenson and Christian McCaffrey. All right. <laughs> uh, I forgot I had to defend Christian McCaffrey. It's still surreal to me. I still can't believe that man's on my football team. It's still wild to me. Uh-huh, um, it must be nice. Uh, yeah. uh, Walker? 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 It is. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not- more surprised that you didn't think he would be a good fit for the 49ers. Well, with what they did, he w- I didn't think he was going to be it, but then Kyle Shanahan turned on psycho mode. So. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan just decided, well, I'm just changing the offense. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Um, so my take wasn't was that the 49ers would have to outbid the Rams and the Bills, who are would use Christian McCaffrey better. So I thought that they would come more correct than no first round picks. 
Gotcha. Neither team offered a first round pick. So I'll take a bunt, you know, second, third, fourth, and a fifth. That's fine. I was worried that the the reason I didn't want the 49ers to get him was that um, you know, the Rams mentality, the Bills going all in, um, they would also use him better. Um, but hey, but what the Niners paid, go for it. All right. Um uh Dawson Knox, if you want nothing or a touchdown, go ahead and start Dawson Knox. But he had a touchdown last week and was uh tight end what, fourteen, fifteen? Fifteen, yeah. Fifteen. Yeah. So uh blech. All right. Uh, would you start Dawson Knox or Tyler Conklin? Conklin. I think I might. Conklin's had, what, two games in a row that's been pretty good? So, yeah, I'll go Conklin. Okay. And then uh, are we starting a Jets wide receiver? Uh, I, no. I try not to. Um, like Garrett Wilson, if you're in a deep league, maybe. But, I again, I would try not to do that. What about a Jets running back, James Robinson, Michael Carter? Carter's a good flex, I think, just due to volume. I would not play James Robinson. Why not? He's uh, bad. He, he didn't play very much last week. Yeah, well, that's just because he got traded. I think he plays more this week. I, I agree, bad. but I he's slow. He's well, bad. he is slow. That, that is for sure. Is he turned into like a David Johnson career where he's had like two good years and then the rest he's just um, non-relevant? It's possible. I think the injury has really taken his uh, his ability at the second level. I mean, if he if he gets past the first level of defense, he just doesn't have anything left to give anymore. He doesn't have you know that acceleration anymore. So he's really just a he's gone from a bruiser to a plotter. My dad always says that there's a thin line between being a bruiser and a plotter and i say that too am i your dad uh jeff is not my dad but jeff is thinks like my dad on a lot of things uh, yeah Ramondre stevenson bruiser uh james robinson plotter. plotter yeah yeah you don't want to be the plotter uh tyler algier uh jury's still out yeah he's a he's leaning a towards plotter he's a bruising plotter yeah there you um, go all right, and then uh, are we starting Zach Wilson? No. No. All right, so I guess the best thing we can say about the Jets is uh, if you're in a bind, you can start Michael Carter as a flex. Yes, that's basically it. Let me ask this. Let me ask this question: Over under uh, two and a half quarterbacks in this game? <laughs> what? Uh, bar? I mean, barring injury, under. You don't think that it's going to be like Buffalo, like? 35 and the Jets 10 in the fourth quarter and we see Case Keenum or Mike White? No, I I, I think the Jets will probably keep it close for a half. I mean, maybe we'll see Case Keenum like for one series or something like that, but I I don't know. Yeah, and especially in divisional games, um these teams know each other really well. Gee, I wonder where you heard that from. Um, and the Jets' defense is pretty pretty good. So I think just even though it's a 13-point spread, I'd take I'd actually take the under in this game. And with that under, then I don't see Mike White being the quarterback at any time. All right, Mike thinks the Jets are going to win. Let's go Jets! J-E-T-S! Jets! No, we all have the Buffalo Bills winning. All right. Uh, next game up, Minnesota six and one at Washington four and four, 43 and a half point over under mini three and a half point favorites. Uh, they got Hawk. Uh, don't start Hawk. Don't do it. We don't know what's going to happen with Hawk. Uh, Irv Smith was getting four targets a game. 
Um, unless you have to start Hawk, in which case, good good luck. God bless. What do you have him like, 10th Walker? Yeah. Yeah. JD, JD McKissick and Jahan Dotson are both out in this one for the commanders. Uh, Logan Thomas uh, is off the injury report. And um, with this JD McKissick news, Walker has a question about the running back room. Can Antonio Gibson keep producing t- top 20 weeks? Yes, because he is good. And uh, James Robinson is not. Who, who, who's you that? Brian Robinson. Nope. I mean, James Brian Robinson. Oh They're gosh, the same player. They're the same guy. <laughs> James Robinson is still better than Brian Robinson. All right. Yeah. So Brian Robinson's a bad version of James Robinson. There yes. you go. That's fine with me. They're the same guy. Antonio Gibson's good. Remember when everybody's like, oh, I don't know if Antonio Gibson's good. This Brian Robinson guy's pre- Brian Robinson sucks. The only thing keeping Brian Robinson out of the bottom five in efficiency rankings is that he doesn't touch the ball enough anymore. <laughs> the commanders were like, oh, God, this is a great story, but a terrible football player. Get the second best player on our offense, the dang football. And wow, it's working. Yes, he can continue to stop being to continue to be top 20 because he is top 20 and he has always been top 20. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree, um, especially with McKissick out. He's going to keep catching passes. So, um, yeah, you can expect something like 10 carries and six targets every week. Perfect. That's top 20 workload for sure. That's the perfect way to use Antonio Gibson. Mm-hmm. They figured it out. It only took three years. Yeah. I, I think I think the Detroit Lions are listening to our podcast as well because we had that big discussion about what they were doing with with TJ Hawkinson and then what did they do a couple of days later they trade him they get him out they're like all go. right these these dorks uh, are too worried about what we're doing <laughs> um, speaking of the we're Detroit humble. Lions just got a push notification Josh Reynolds is doubtful for this weekend so just a, an update on what's going on there. Um, so for Minnesota, uh, you're starting the usual suspects. Oh, Adam Thielen was injured this week. He's off the injury report. Uh, you're starting Cook. You're starting. Uh, are you starting Cousins? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah I think you, you kind of have to. Yeah, you can start Cousins. All right. Are you starting uh, Adam Thielen? Mm. I think this week you do. Next week might be a different question. I he's a he's a high end flex play. I'll say. Okay. Uh, so Adam Thielen, just to the reason for the question is um, he hasn't been scoring as many touchdowns this year. Um, he has only two touchdowns this year, but he's been getting like consistent production. So I think that a high flex is pretty good. Like uh, six for 67 last week, four for 36 and a touchdown the week before four for 27. Not great, but then eight for 72. Good six for 61 and a touchdown. I think because Thielen uh, is not finally like not scoring touchdowns, people are kind of pushing him down too far. Um, you know, I've seen people talk about, you know, uh, you need to go out of your way to bench Adam Thielen. You don't. I yeah. mean, you chances are if you build your team like Walker, Walker's like Adam Thielen. Who is that guy? That's like my <laughs> wide receiver 10. Um, I don't have Adam Thielen anyway. Uh, I don't think I do either, actually. I can't make that that noise. Um, Mr. Eight and one over there. Well, eight and one after I beat Jeff this week. So seven and two. Eight and one. Seven and two. All right. Um, Titans clash this week. All right. Commanders, uh, start Antonio Gibson, start Terry McLaurin. Don't start anybody else. Start Curtis Samuel. Oh, Curtis Samuel. I forgot yeah, about Curtis Samuel. Samuel. All right. That's it. That's it um, for the Commanders. Start Taylor can, Heineke. I, can, I was going to say, I think you can stream Taylor Heineke. It's a good matchup. 
against the Vikings. Mike, let's get your take on the Vikings. Walker and I were talking about this on Tuesday. We said that they're basically like the ninth to 13th best team at every aspect. So they're above average, but they're super boring and there's nothing that they do particularly well. Yeah, I would say like Dalvin Cook is boring. When you can say Dalvin Cook is boring. Yeah. You're pretty much looking at a boring team. They just get it done every single week. Yeah, they're just uh, boringly efficient. So, um, all right, we all have Minnesota winning this one. Uh, Last 10 a.m. game, Vegas 2-5, and Jacksonville 2-6. and This is a 48-point over-under. Vegas one-point favorites. Uh, Injuries in this one, Darren Waller limited with a hamstring injury. Darren Waller no longer exists. Uh, Jamal Agnew also limited with a knee injury, the only notable injuries in this one. Uh, Everybody else that was on the practice report with injuries, Hunter Renfro, Matt Collins, all those guys off the injury report. So they're good to go. Um, Mike, what is your one big question for this game? So Josh Jacobs versus uh, Travis Etienne, who wins the fantasy point battle? ETN. I read this as TEs like three times. And I was like, is Mike like going like who wins Josh Jacobs or the combination of Evan Ingram and Dan Arnold? Like, I was like, what is happening here? I, I, yeah, I did that. I, um, uh, this morning I looked at it and I wrote TN. Why did I talk about Titans? I'm oh, like, you did oh. do that. Okay. I'm not crazy. Yeah. No, no, no. You're not at all. Um, uh, that's okay. why I changed it from TE to ETN. Cause I was like, no, nah. uh, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And um, so I was going to default to the matchup, but guess what? Both teams are averaging 26.9 PPR points per game to the running back. Wow. <laughs> it's the exact not, same matchup. Not helpful. Not helpful. <laughs> I'm going to go with Travis ETN. We've seen ETN be a game breaker, especially in the passing game where Jacksonville has struggled this. I mean, sorry, Vegas has struggled this year, and I think Jacksonville can take advantage of it. Um, I think this is going to be a get right game for Trevor Lawrence, which will include a lot of Christian Kirk and a lot of Travis ETN. And I think the Raiders are headed in the wrong direction. Uh, you know, if I, it's it's weird because Jacksonville has been so bad. But if I had to say pick which offense I'm going to believe in, it's going to be Jacksonville. Because I don't know what the Raiders are doing. They didn't get past the 50-yard line till the two-minute warning, till Jared Stidham was in. So I'm going to go with uh, Travis Etienne um, because the Jags offense just has, I believe in it more than the Raiders won at this point. I mean, I can understand that. Um, I'm going to go with Jacobs. I, I think he's had more good games this season, in my opinion. Um, he's been the guy who has blown up in terms of fantasy points more often. And I think both of these guys are going to have a lot of opportunities. So uh, I'll I'll go with Jacobs, but um, they're both guys you have to play. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah, they're both guys you have to play. Uh, Let me ask uh, you both this. Uh, Are we benching Derek Carr this week after he had uh, 100 total yards and one pick last week? Yeah, I'm not playing him. That was awful performance. Just awful, awful. Um. And Jack Wire's defense isn't a pushover either. I, I'd keep him. I mean, almost anybody's a starter because, like, you have six <laughs> teams on a bye week. But I'm I'm going to avoid Derek Carr this week. Okay. Um. Let's see. Uh. We're starting Devontae Adams. Are we starting Matt Collins or Hunter Renfro or Foster Moreau if Darren Waller doesn't play? Moreau uh, might not be a bad, but other ones, no. Yeah, I, I'll agree with that. Yeah, Jags 27th in points allowed to tight end, so it won't be a great matchup. But if you lose um, Darren Waller, you might be stuck. Um, and then uh, on the 
Jacksonville side, I think this is the the part where it gets exciting because the Raiders are terrible. First in points per game to quarterbacks, eighth in running back or to running backs, uh, only 15th to wide receivers, but they uh, get dominated by tight ends. Third in fantasy points to tight ends. So uh, I'm going to start naming Jags and you tell me when I get to a player that you will not start this week. Travis Etienne, Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, Trevor Lawrence, Marvin Jones. Ah, I would not start Marvin Jones. Okay. Mike? Um, I think the same logic applies that I was talking about with Derek Carr with, with um, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, it's it's one of those situations where if you have to play him, it's okay, but you don't really want to. But if I had to put a full stop on it, I, I agree it's Marvin Jones. Okay. And uh, Evan Ingram, just have to say, uh, amazing matchups coming up. Uh, the Raiders, the Chiefs, the Ravens. Um, all teams that give up points to uh, tight ends, the Lions, um, the Titans, a couple bad defenses, and then the Cowboys. There is a bye week in there, but if you have Evan Ingram, you can keep rolling him out there. And he's a top 11 tight end on the year. He'll probably be top end, top 10 after this one. Uh, I also think that in three wide receiver leagues, you can play Zay Jones. Zay Jones. I forgot about Zay Jones. Um, all righty. Um, I think that's it for this one. Um, Mike, what's your win-loser draw? Yeah, I was going to ask for your win-loser draw. Win-loser draw, we have Devontae Adams, Christian Kirk, and Derek Carr. Uh, Devontae Adams will draw because last week was completely him. He was sick all week. I actually saw a theory that all like half the Raiders had the flu, and that was the problem, was that there was just a bug going around because they looked mm-hmm. like listless. Like I know, uh, Walker, did you know that they were a West Coast team playing a 10 a.m. game? I did know that, yeah. Okay. That's, why I picked the, that's why I picked the Saints. Okay. Well, they looked listless, and the theory was that it was uh, not only the 10 a.m. game, but also the sickness. And uh, so I will go with uh, Devontae Adams' draw. He'll get back to doing Devontae Adams stuff. I'm going to go with uh, Kirk, uh, Christian Kirk winning. Uh, duh, winning. Folks, anybody? Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Charlie Sheen. Uh, and Derek Carr with the loss, because Derek Carr sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Roasted. Damn. I uh, traded for him and then I immediately dropped him. <laughs> I uh I agree with Jeff completely in this one. Yeah, right. I, I'll agree with Jeff too. Um, because Carr does suck right now, so I, I it's, it's painful. It hurts me to say, but Derek Carr, <laughs> geez, come on, dude, get it together. Mike, Actually, Mike, Mike, Mike in true in true anguish. Yeah, Mike's dying. We. We actually talked about this on Tuesday, Mike. I'm curious about your input. Uh, basically, uh, with the Vikings and the Raiders, you have almost a an identical construction between the uh, super stud wide receiver, a very good to star running back, and a game manager quarterback. Where have the Raiders gone wrong that the Vikings have, have flourished? I, I think it's at the quarterback. Um, really you think yeah. Derek Carr has fallen off oh yeah oh yeah he's <gasps> I mean what was it two weeks ago that he had a, a pretty good game but for the most part this this is all this offense is has been not good um I, I don't know if they're just really trying to try to get Devonte Adams like the ball every single snap and so with that then you're you're overbalancing yourself so it's it's just Carr is not moving this team where Kirk Cousins is. So let me get this straight. A couple of weeks ago, you say Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback. Now you're forsaking yes. Derek Carr. 
Yes. Mike, blink twice if you need help. <laughs> I, 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 I might. I might. It's, it's, it's getting close because I'm not even understanding who I am anymore. Because <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Um, so I've got the, the Jags winning. Uh, Mike, who do you have winning? I got the Raiders. The Raiders. <laughs> Walker, who do you have winning? Jaguars. All right. Next game up, our first uh, one o'clock game. There are two one o'clock games this week. So uh, either you get to watch Seattle, Arizona, or the Rams in Tampa Bay. Good luck. Uh, Seattle is five and three, travels to Arizona, three and five, 50.5 point over under. Arizona, two point favorites. Seattle has no injuries listed um, after DK Metcalf may have been out for the season. And then it was like, psych. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm playing right now, actually. Yeah, that was crazy. Darryl, and I'm going to score a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for the Cardinals, Daryl the Barrel was placed on IR with a hip injury. James Conner is a game-time decision. And are you both ready for the feud? Yeah, let's go. All right. So this week's question. The question itself is kind of complicated. But once I once I tell you the question, it'll make sense. Okay. So the question is, if it will show the question. The Seahawks and Cardinals are 0-2 against the Steelers in the Super Bowl as members of the NFC West. So since mm-hmm. 2002 realignment, what five other teams have defeated the Cardinals and Seahawks multiple times in the playoffs combined? So Steelers have beat them twice combined. What other teams have beat them more than once combined since realignment? Uh, and so let me let me say there are two teams tied with three. Three teams tied with two. They are in alphabetical order by the, the thing, just so that you both know, because it's, you know, it's technically supposed to be one through five. OK. All right. Uh, Mike, you get to go first. Uh, Cowboys. I should probably have my answers up so I can tell you if you were right or wrong. Uh, no. Ooh. I was right, going to say would, that. Would, would you like to pass or play? Uh, I will. I'll play. OK. Uh, Packers. Packers are one of the two teams with three, uh, which gives you a hint because I said that they were alphabetical. Right. Um, I think. Uh, 49ers? No. I already X'd Mike, so you get that X. <clears throat> Not the 49ers. Because the Niners can't beat the Seahawks in the playoffs. Ah, okay. Um. Uh, the Eagles. Nope, that's two. The Panthers. That is the number one answer. And I'm doing the Cam Cam Newton Superman. Because it was all Cam. Uh, the Falcons. The Falcons are... One of the two teams with two wins. I misspoke. It's three with three and two with two. Okay. Well, you clicked uh, Chicago, so I'm going to yeah, go with Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chicago. There's Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> I put this last team just in here randomly, I guess. Because I have them in my notes as having three wins against them, but they should not be last. Oh, well. Um, we'll find out when I push the button. Uh, 
Giants. Wrong. All right, Mike, you get one chance. What, te- what other team has beaten the uh, Seahawks and Cardinals multiple times in the playoffs as members of the NFC West? Um, ooh. Um, I'm going to go Vikings. Wrong. As members Rams? of the was, NFC West. I was going to go Rams. NFC rest, the oh, NFC I West. The Rams. The St. Louis slash LA Rams. I did that to myself. You did do that to yourself. So Walker gets another point. Uh, if I can figure out. It, to me. Congratulations to <laughs> Walker. I like how the questions were. Uh, Walker gets a point for that question, but then nobody got a point for who has more interceptions this year. Josh Allen or Zach Wilson? <laughs> yeah. yeah, really good stuff. Yeah. All right. My question is, can Zach Ertz finish as tight end one this week? Uh, the Seahawks are very good at stopping wide oh, receivers. All I had to do was name the NFC West teams back in 2002, and I would have got it right. Correct. Oh, what a dummy. I'm kicking myself off the show, okay? Okay. Seahawks, very good against opposing wide receivers, very bad against opposing tight ends. The uh, Cardinals not afraid to throw the ball to Zach Ertz. Can he finish his tight end one this week? Uh, yeah. Um, the matchup for Travis Kelsey is actually not that good against Tennessee. They're much worse against receivers than they are against tight ends. So, and Mark Andrews has is banged up and has a really tough matchup against the Saints. So, yeah, I mean, I, it's certainly possible. I, I wouldn't project him above Kelsey, but... I do have Ertz ranked at number two ahead of Andrews this week. Okay. Mike? Yeah, I think with what, what Walker said and the fact that the bye week's a bye week hell. Um, but I, I, I'm not liking Zach Ertz much going forward because the Cardinals are really getting Rondell more involved. And then, of course, DeAndre Hopkins is the main guy, as we all know. So Zach Ertz is more of a third and fourth receiver than than he was when he was when of course DeAndre Hopkins was out so his role is diminished quite a bit and without those two reasons then I probably would have said no no way but for this week I'm going to say yes okay uh we have a trade in the big dynasty Drix league oh do 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 Walker Porter L. Patterson and a third round pick in exchange for Michael Gallup. Uh, yes. Yeah, I may, I offered that to Ariel a couple days ago. That trade has been accepted. Sweet. Also, we have good news and bad news out of the Chargers. Uh, Austin Eckler, off the injury report. Uh, Keenan Allen, off the gonna play list. He's out. <laughs> <laughs> off the gonna play list. They have a okay. list of players that says gonna play, and they just erase them. The um, GPI list. All right. <laughs> Mike, let me ask you a question, and then I will ask Walker the same question. Would you start Kyler Murray or Geno Smith this week? Oof. Um, I'm going to go with Kyler Murray because I like Kyler Murray. Walker? Wrong. Wrong. Geno Smith. Walker has Geno Smith quarterback four this week. Ooh. I do. I'm going nuts. I'm going dumb. 
Uh, it's going to be a blowout either way as far as both teams are going to score a lot of points, I think. That's not a blowout. That's a shootout. That's a shootout. shootout. A blowout is when one team scores a lot of points. <laughs> well, let me look at my Webster's Dictionary. and I'll, I'll Okay, Webster's Dictionary defines a blowout as uh, going a thing ladies do to their hair. That's what's in the uh, uh, Webster's yeah. Dictionary. Getting I've a blowout, folks. All right. Um, Kenny Walker must start. DK Metcalf must start. Tyler Lockett must start? Question mark. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would start. I, I think Lockett and Metcalf are guys, are both guys are playing, yeah. Yeah. Okay. New Hopkins must start. Uh, oh, yeah. Rondale Moore must start? Question mark. No. Uh, two catches last week, and it's not a good matchup. Okay. It's, uh, two, wait, was it only two catches last week? I thought that was the week before. Oh, no, yeah. Two catches the week before, and then last week he had seven or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not starting Rondale more because I need another data piece of data before I know what is going on. Uh, what is going on is that he's being moved around the line of scrimmage, um, playing slot, playing wing, uh, and they're really targeting him when they're not targeting De- DeAndre Hopkins. Or Zach Ertz. Or Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz is really... It, I mean, it's still it's still a small sample size, but that's what I've seen the last two weeks is that Zach Ertz is becoming more and more invisible, where Ronda Moore is becoming more of the really solid second second option when they're not, you know. So here's what you, throwing. So here's what you do this week in the great matchup for Ertz, bad matchup for Moore. It's going to be reversed, and then you buy low on Rondale Moore. And you sell high on Zach Ertz. Trade Ertz for more. Do it. Um, Uh, Trade Ertz for more and uh, Gerald Everett. There you go. Uh, Let me ask this. Eno Benjamin. uh, Is Eno Benjamin must start this week if James Conner doesn't play? Uh, Seattle's run defense not great. Yeah, not very good. I I would say, yeah. I I think you got to play him if Conner's out. All right. Fant or Disley. Arizona famously bad against tight ends. Which one are we going to play? Both. Yeah, I tried to get both of them. What about uh, Parkinson? No! <laughs> Colby Parkinson has, like, what, four targets the last four games? Colby Parkinson is Mike's fetch. He's, he's trying to make it happen. It's not going to happen. I'm trying. I'm trying. All right. I have the Seattle Seahawks winning this. Uh, go Hawks. Uh, give me the Cardinals. Um, I have the Arizona team. The Arizona Birds. All right, uh, Rams three and four travel to Tampa Bay three and five. This is a forty-two and a half point over under. Tampa Bay three point favorites. This is a West Coast team going east to play a one o'clock game. Walker, uh oh. Yeah, but it's four o'clock for me. So does that change count. everything? That changes everything. Uh, Cam Akers practicing in full after uh, practicing being a full. Got him. Uh, Van Jefferson is practicing with a knee issue. Cooper Cup is good to go. He's off the injury report. Cam Brate is not going to be playing in this one. Um, so uh, aid Cotton, folks. Uh, Cotton. Don't do it. Don't yeah, do it. it. Well, yeah, not in not in this matchup. It's a very bad one. Yeah, it's a it's a quite bad one. Uh, Walker, you have a very astute question for this game. Yeah, uh, we went over this a little bit on the ranking show, but uh, this player's ranked uh running back 32 by ecr this week why is everyone hyping rashad white i don't get it well i already went over this mike mike doesn't get it either no uh yeah it's it's really weird yeah we we said seven seven eight and seven touches the last four weeks yeah um he is the backup running back he he gets five or six carries and like two targets you know he he's 
he's worse than Dontrell Hilliard. Yeah. Well, Walker, you love Dontrell Hilliard. He's Ch- he's Chase Edmonds this year, which yeah. is not good. No, not good. Yeah. So, um, and then the the Rams aren't even a good matchup. They are 22nd in fantasy points allowed to running back. So it's not like it's like oh you know sneaky start take advantage of a good matchup. It's like no, no they're 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 just bad. You should have played. You should have just played Kenneth Gainwell. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just thinking. I'm looking right here at Houston Texans, number one against running backs in points per game. So, and that doesn't even include last night. Right. Um, or start. Uh, who are the Chargers playing against? Uh, start. Oh, uh, Khalib Huntley, I think is what. <laughs> Khalib. Khalib. Yeah. yeah. Khalib, Khalib Huntley. Huntley. Yeah. Uh, start definitely start Huntley over Rashad White. All right, for the Rams, uh, are we starting any running backs? Is it Ronnie River season? Is it uh, Hendo time? Is it uh, are we gonna hang out on the acreage? Oh God, I wouldn't start any of them. Me neither. No, not against his defense. That's right. Uh, we're starting Cooper Cup. Are we starting Matthew Stafford? No. <sighs> what about A Rob or uh, Ben Skoranek? Uh, Allen Robinson, if you're really desperate, but like, I'd rather start Mac Hollins or Marvin Jones than Allen Robinson. And we did, we said we didn't want to start Mac Hollins. So that right. kind of, exactly. Right. Yeah. T- tells I, I you really where we would are. rather not. Yeah. But you can, if you need to with Mac Hollins. Um, and then you're starting yep. Tyler Higby who yep. did a hate crime. Um, yeah, sure anyways, uh, Tom Brady, are we starting touchdown Tom? Are we counting no. him out? We're counting out. He's done. Mike, are you counting out touchdown, Tom? Um, I mean, he, as far as fantasy wise, yeah. Uh, I, I think I, I, if he doesn't retire this year, then I don't know what he's doing. So <laughs> the guy needs to hang it up. He needs he needs to take his helmet off and put it on the thing and then like leave. He's so having exactly the what Antonio Brown did last year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just leave. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. love to see Tom Brady try to sprint out of the uh, the, <laughs> doing the game jacks. doing jumping jacks. That would be really good. Uh, actually, what'll happen is uh, he'll he'll be jogging out, and they'll um they'll have somebody behind him pushing the giant cart of uh, Surface Pros, and he just takes him out and slams him into the ground instead of doing jumping jacks. <laughs> just starts crushing all of them. Yeah. Uh, he he, uh, right. he he breaks one against the side of his head. I doubt it. You think he'd mess with He spent so much money on that face. He's not going to smash it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, you're starting Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. You're probably going to get backed into starting. Um, he's like wide receiver 19 every week. Uh, you're starting Leonard Fournette. And we already talked about if you're in a bind, you can maybe start Kate Otten. But it's uh, yeah. it's, you don't want to. I would rather start Will Disley. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It is not a good matchup, actually. Rams are second best at stopping tight end uh, production. So maybe don't do that. That thing that I said. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. All right, Walker, who is the win-loser draw for this one? Chris Godwin, Allen Robinson, Tyler Higby. Chris Godwin, draw. Wide receiver, 19. Yeah, Tyler six, Higby. six for 66, the devil. Tyler Higby, loss, because uh, he did a hate crime. So he's a loser. Win. <laughs> Big loser. When Allen Robinson, he gets uh, 50 yards. <laughs> he gets 50 uh, yards. Mike, what do you big, think? Big uh, A-Rob dub. I'm going to go Godwin win. He'll score a touchdown. Uh, Higby lost because he's a loser. And then Robinson the draw. I will go with Godwin draw, Robinson loss, and an unfortunate Higby win because Tampa doesn't cover tight ends very well. Yeah, so... 
I just want to say an actual fancy thing about Tyler Higby uh, did did not produce last week. He left the game with, um, I believe it was a neck injury, and then he came back and he was just like really ineffective and he was like weirdly dropping a lot of balls. Um, so that was probably just a, an injury related thing last week. So if you are one of the people with Tyler Higby on your team, you can still trot him out there. He's probably going to get eight targets, so um, you can still start him. Uh, all right, Sunday night football, two five and two behemoths of the AFC, the Chiefs and the. Tennessee Titans. Yeah, this is the second straight year that they're doing this. All right, just like very obviously not very good, but they keep winning games. Mike Vrabel, coach of the year, twice in a row, uh, deserves it both times. Uh, Forty-six and a half point over under Casey, twelve and a half point favorites Uh, for the Titans. Tanny is up in the air with an ankle injury. I have no idea what's going on there. I have literally no idea what's going on. Um, And then for the Chiefs, no injuries, but Andy Reid will, quote, try to work Kadarius Tony in. So don't get cute and start Kadarius Tony. Uh, Mike, what is your question for this game? Over under for Derrick Henry, 105 yards. Let me ask you a different question. Over under 105 touches for Derrick Henry in this game. (laughs) (laughs) You might make it. (laughs) Uh, Way over. The Chiefs allow the third most fancy points to running backs. They're terrible at stopping the run. 5.2. Sorry. Uh, 4.4 yards per carry. Not as bad, but um, they uh, will get run over by uh, Derrick Henry. Uh, yeah, I'll say over, but not by a lot. I, I would say something between 100 and 125 is probably good. Yeah. I mean, we're in a situation where the offense is Derrick Henry and nobody else. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Derek, Derek Henry has had uh, more than 105 rushing yards in four straight games. He's had more than 105 total yards in five straight games. Wow. It's a beast. All right. He so, is yeah. a monster. Over. Over. All right. Um, Tennessee, other than Derek Henry, don't start anybody. That is not a question. That is a statement. Yeah, don't do it. Please don't do it. Please don't do it. If you were in a bind, I guess Robert Woods. Good luck. Godspeed, yeah, Robert Woods God is real desperate because it's a good matchup. But yeah, uh, yeah Robert Woods is still, e- even in this good match, he's probably going to get like five targets. So ha- have fun with your four for 50. Yeah. And if he gets five targets, that will be half of Malik Willis's passes if he's the starter. <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, if Malik Willis is starting, then definitely you can't play Robert Woods. No, it's Derrick Henry or bust. All right. And then for the Chiefs, uh, you're starting Mahomes, you're starting Kelsey, you're starting um, Juju. Uh, are you starting any other wide receivers? Is it Nicole Hardman time? Um, Tennessee is pretty bad against opposing yep. receivers. And Marquez Valdez-Scantling hasn't scored a touchdown yet this year, but his yardage totals have been going up pretty consistently. I could see Valdez-Scantling having a big game in this one. Yeah, so Titans' seventh most fancy points allowed to uh, wide receivers this year. Um, allowing 13.9 yards per catch, which is fifth in the league. So um, definitely a big play team. Uh, Mike, uh, would you start MVS or Nicole this week? Uh, that's a good question. I think I'll go with the one that doesn't have to run the 15-yard um, post patterns and go with McCall Hardman. Okay, Mike, I heard it here first. Hates 15-yard post patterns, apparently. Get him out of my face. Get him out of my face. Uh, are we starting? We're starting Clyde edwards alaire pretty much because we have to, and it's a bye week, and he will score a touchdown. I have him at 29, so uh, I wouldn't. You can get away from him. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. I would rather start Deion Jackson or Deontay Foreman. Woo! Uh, yeah, 
I think it's a you're hoping for a touchdown with Clyde Edwards Alaire. Uh guy rostered in too many leagues to be a sneaky stash, but uh Jarek McKinnon sneakily playing a lot of snaps, but he needs to get a lot of touches. Um and then this Travis Kelsey fellow, you're starting him as well. Uh yeah, you should probably play that guy. All right, Mike, hit us with a win, lose, or draw. Win, lose, or draw. Patrick Mahomes, CEH, Juju. Juju, win. Mahomes, win. CEH, draw. 30 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Mahomes, win. Smith-Schuster, draw. And edwards Lair loss. Speaking of loss, we all have Tennessee losing this one. That's correct. All right. I'm I'm not great. Chargers. Or Chiefs, pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. You heard it here first, folks. Chiefs, pretty good. It's Patrick Mahomes, fella. Uh, he's got a future in this league. <laughs> you don't uh, say. <laughs> Baltimore, five and three. New Orleans, three and five for Monday Night Football. Uh, uh, just a couple of guys with bad feet. Rashad Bateman, Michael Thomas, both out for the year. Um, that's the only injuries listed for this one, except uh, Gus Edwards didn't practice to this morning. Keep an eye on that. They will have Saturday practice reports because this is Monday Night Football. You will know on Saturday what's going on. All right. Last trivia question. Wait. Okay, yeah. Last trivia question, but for some reason, it is first. All right. Let me go ahead and get this up. So Andy Dalton right now for the Saints is on a 31-touchdown pace. No Saints quarterback other than Drew Brees, has more than 27 touchdowns in a season. Wow. Which Saints quarterback, not named Drew Brees, has 27 passing touchdowns in a season? I know I who it is, and I can't think of the name. Holy. Um, Brooks. I think that's his name. Yeah, that's who I was going to go with, Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks. All right, you both get a point. You know what, Walker, you don't get a point, but you still win two to one. Uh, he still wins. He wins every week. I two gotta, to one. I gotta be better. I gotta be All better. right. Are we ready for the tiebreaker question? The tiebreaker question that doesn't matter. Yes. <laughs> How many combined wins do the Bengals, Panthers, and Jaguars have since 1995? 600. 600? Mike? 553. Ooh. If we were going prices right rules, uh, Mike would win, but Walker continues to be a weird, freaky vampire at getting super close to these. 595. Damn. Nice. So, uh, I'm under and Walker's always over, but Walker's but always closer. Always closer. Starting next week, Price is Right rules. Hell yeah, let's do it. I need a victory in this. Sometime. Yeah, Mike needs a victory. Walker is sweeping every week. And, every uh, week. Speaking of... Uh, I can't do a transition for this because Rashad Bateman's dead. Speaking uh, of sweeping every week, they call me the Philadelphia Eagles. Folks, Ooh. can Baltimore's passing game function without Rashad Bateman? Uh, they haven't so far. They won't have him for the rest of the year. They're turning to Devin DuVernay and Demarcus Robinson as their one and two receivers. Yes. Behind, of course, Mark Andrews, who still up in the air. I forgot to mention Mark Andrews. Still not sure if he's going to play. Check Saturday practice reports. Sorry. Forgot to mention that. Yeah. Um, no, I, not really. The Jackson to Andrews will still be pretty productive. I would guess Devin Duvernay gets enough touches to be decently fantasy relevant, but I don't think it's going to be a particularly high volume or high yardage passing game for the rest of the season. Um, I think they're going to lean on the run game. I think Lamar's going to run more. Oh yeah. Um, 
and that's just what they're going to have to do. Um, we had Demarcus Robinson as a sicko stash this week. Uh, Too powerful, Walker. Probably will get like four or five targets a game. So he's an if you're desperate in good matchups type guy. Um, yeah, I, I just I don't have a whole lot of faith in the passing game. But like I said, I think Lamar will run more as a result. So he'll probably still be fantasy relevant. Mm-hmm. Andrews will still be good for fantasy. And then DuVernay is like a weekly flex type guy. Yeah, I think yeah, absolutely. In fact, the first question uh, or first statement I was that popped in my head when you asked that question, Jeff, was is Lamar Jackson going to survive because he's going to be running like, you know, well, his life, maybe a dozen times a game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the better quarterbacks at protecting himself. Um, I remember a classic play where uh, I think he was playing the Browns. And uh, he's he's going towards the goal line and he's about to get sacked or tackled and he ducks under two Browns defenders and they just oh, slam yeah. into each other. And then yeah. I think I think uh, John Harbaugh is like, hey, man, are you OK after that hit? He's like, what hit? Watch the tape. Neither one touched him. They just slammed into each other and and Lamar just kind of slid underneath them and got touched by them, obviously. But he's so good. He's like has this preternatural ability to protect himself that I think he can run that many times per game. But there's always an upper limit on that. You know, he's the anti RG3 in that respect. Yes, he doesn't Rock. run with abandonment. He knows how to use his body, too, when he's going to take a hit. And yeah. Or gets out of bounds or, as you mentioned, ducks under. He, he's very, very good at protecting himself. Yeah, RG3 was a ragdoll um, in comparison. All right, uh, let's get some start or sits out of the way. So for Baltimore, obviously you're starting Lamar Jackson. If Mark Andrews plays, you're starting him. If Isaiah likely is the starter, are we playing him? It's a bad matchup for tight ends, so I personally would not. I mean, you don't really want to start Isaiah likely, but I think this offense lends itself to that capability of the tight end so if i can get a touchdown and you know that's all i really need for my tight end and as i said with that offense schematic i think isaiah likely can score a touchdown so i would say yes okay uh what about uh demarcus oh we already talked about demarcus robinson and and devin duvernay in this one all right uh uh gus edwards if he plays are we playing him um borderline i would say in most cases yes um because of all the buys i i think that you're you're not going to find like 25 better options than gus edwards if he's out there okay mike what about Kenyon drake are we going to play Kenyon drake this week no um i barely want to start gus edwards so yeah no no for Kenyon drake okay and then on the Saints side uh you're starting chris olave you're starting alvin kamara um Anybody else in the running or passing game? Uh, Mark Ingram is out with an ankle injury. That was announced last week, so uh, that I didn't think, make it in the notes. I think Andy Dalton's a good streamer this week. Baltimore is bad against opposing quarterbacks. Um, I have Dalton at 13 this week. Um, and then I think pretty much as every week, you can play Taysom Hill at tight end if you want mm-hmm. to. Yeah. He'll probably get like nine points or something. Yeah. So is it official? Is James Winston lost the job? I think Pretty so. Much. I mean, they haven't they haven't made an official statement that like Andy Dalton is the starter for the rest of the season. But I mean, James is certainly healthy enough to play, and right. Dalton just keeps playing. So right. as long as they're winning, Dalton's going to be the quarterback. 
Yeah, especially if I think if they win this one, uh, I don't think uh, Dalton is going to get the job back. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he's he's holding. He's got a stranglehold if they yep. win this one. All right. What about uh, Juwan Johnson? Not this week. No, it's not Juwan Johnson week. Not in my opinion. Baltimore, very average matchup against tight ends. Johnson getting about four targets a game. Yeah, I, I, I don't care for this one. It screams like three for 20. All right, uh, we all have Baltimore winning this one. So that'll do it for this week. A uh, couple updates. I uh, just want to get some last-minute news updates in here. Uh, Dustin Hopkins will be out. Uh, he will not be kicking um, this week. Uh, Mike Evans off the injury report. Julio Jones off the injury report. Marquise Goodwin not playing. Uh, <laughs> wow, shocker. David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins are both questionable for this weekend. <laughs> I've never heard it before. Yeah, Devondre Campbell will not play. He left the game last week with a knee injury. Uh, Christian Watson, Alan Lazard, both questionable. Um, Those are the most recent news updates. So that'll do it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Football Tree Podcast. One last one. Devontae Parker is out. That just came across. Uh, For uh, Mike and Walker, this is Jeff. Thanks for listening. Take care. And I hope you weren't starting Devontae Parker to begin with. All right. Bye. Bye.